This is the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jessica Mikowski, mindset coach and plant-powered athlete on a mission to guide all who are ready to great heights in sports performance and life. Through the 10,000-foot view, I share teachings of living awake with the sole purpose that we all realize our innate power to be the masters of our minds. Hello, Awake Athletes. Welcome back to the show. I hope wherever you are in this space-time continuum that you're finding flow in your life because it's not always about being like, oh, everything's fine, happy, 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 positive, positive, positive. It's not because that's just not how this flow of life goes. You know, we're going to have circumstances in our life that are high, high, and we're going to have low, low. We're going to have intensities. Like the waves are going to continue to come The only thing that we have control over is our response to those waves. I'm coming to you from the science of yoga, which is the science of the mind, which many consider to be the supreme science. I'm included in that club. I do believe it's the supreme science. For me, I believe it's the way. It's a way of honoring life and experiencing life as it is without judgment. And the without judgment has everything to do with watching when we are in resistance in our life. The road of this supreme science is the middle road. It's the neutrality, which does not mean apathy. It means I care very deeply. I feel so much on this path because I've opened to feeling. So today, I'm feeling a lot. I did an episode in season two, Injury, What Can I Do? And I thought, hey, it's so easy to do an episode on injury when you feel amazing. Well, how about doing an episode on injury when you're sitting in the middle of an injury, which I'm doing right now? Like, I'm literally in the podcast closet, BJ's teaching yoga, and I'm wondering if when he gets home, am I still going to be in this closet trying to figure out how to get out? Um, Truth be told, I have 600 milligrams of ibuprofen in my body, which has allowed my low back to stop seizing and has allowed me to get into the podcast closet. It also allowed me to be able to move from upstairs to downstairs and from one end of the kitchen to another, which is the span of about six feet. So that's kind of where I was this morning, like, how am I going to walk from here to the bathroom? So let me back up the truck and tell you what happened. I think this story is also a reminder that anything can change in an instant. So Tuesday, I got to the pool, big agenda, right? Not a bad idea to have a plan or an agenda. It's just a lot of times you don't realize how attached you are to it. And so sometimes life is going to throw you a little opportunity or a big opportunity to see where that attachment is because it's this attachment that causes so much pain because when the agenda that we think that we're going to be able to fulfill gets ripped away in an instant, then we get to see the resistance to what is. And the resistance is a creator of suffering in our life. So Tuesday, I show up to the pool. I got a plan, man. I'm going to continue to do this strength set that Beej and I have been doing in the pool every Tuesday 
for I don't know how many mo- months, long, many months. And it's a wonderful set. I love it. Set with paddles, hundreds, descending leave times, and really, really good stuff. Like just a tasty set. And so we've been doing this every Tuesday. I love this set. It's very meditative for me because I'm just, when you're doing strength, you want to really be in that instant of life that you're living because a lot of times if we're going too fast or we're not being mindful when we're doing strength, we're going to compensate. We're going to fall into patterns in our body that perhaps over the long term are not that great. I see this a lot when people are doing chaturanga in, in yoga. They do it really, really fast and elbows are crazy and like one shoulder's dipping and it's like, we gotta slow down. So I love this set, super meditative for me. Put my stuff by the pool and when I drop down like my water bottle and my gear at the edge of the lane and I got back up to bring my cool bag and my towel over to the bleachers, I noticed like, whoo. My low back feels really tight right now. That's interesting. Like, where did that come from? Right? Immediately, the mind's like, where did that come from? Why is it there? I don't want it to be there. But where did it come from? Like, I'm ramping up, man. I'm training for an ultra marathon. I'm getting reacquainted with what that takes, and that takes a lot. And uh, I'm also training for a couple 70.3s, right? So I'm going ultra and 70.3s this year. And even though it's normalized because I've done it and I, you know, have a community of people around me where things like this are normal, it's still a lot. It's a lot. Plus running a business and writing this book and receiving feedback on the book from those who have read it and creating this podcast and all of these things, right? So thank God for present moment awareness. Thank God for that mind training I'm doing every day. Otherwise, I think I'd be in a state of overwhelm all the time. But instead, I get to enjoy the moment that I'm in. I get to fully experience the moment that I'm in. I go to put my pulled bag down and notice that my low back is super tight. And it's so interesting because my first response to that was stretch your back. But I heard this little voice inside, the intuitive voice, that subtle voice that said, don't stretch your back. But my intellect said, back is tight, stretch the back. So I overrode the intuitive voice. And I'm not saying that what I did was wrong, but we live in an existence of cause and effect. So I went to go into a forward fold. And then I dropped my head, which added more weight. And then I took a deep breath in. And as I exhaled, I let the body go a little deeper. And it went a little too deep. And I felt, it wasn't a pop, so I'm not going to say that, but I felt something. It was, the, it was a moment of, ah! oh boy, Whew. it was that moment. <laughs> I've been having a lot of those moments since Tuesday. It's Thursday right now. I've been having a lot of those moments since Tuesday. So I slowly got back up and I was like, oh boy. And PJ goes, is your back feel better? I'm like, Mm-mm, feels worse. And I'm thinking, do I get in the pool? Do I not get in the pool? And I decided to get in the pool because I thought, oh, weightlessness might be nice. And even just if I float and there's a lifeguard here, worst case scenario, I do entertain the worst case scenario because oftentimes I realize that the worst case scenario is not that bad, right? Worst case scenario, I seize up in the pool and the lifeguard has to pull me out. 
So I somehow make my way into the pool and it is hot. It is searing. And I'm like, okay, this is super interesting. So I put the snorkel on. I put a pool buoy between my legs. I put a band around my feet. So I'm just limiting that movement in the lower part of my body. And I just like super gently start to swim. And I'm like, okay. Like it's not getting worse, but that hot, searing sensation. We could also synonym for sensation, pain. And I can feel it right now as I'm sitting here in the closet. Um, then the voice in my head's going, are you going to be able to get out of the closet after you <laughs> record this episode? I don't know. Anyway, throughout the swim, I just kept going gentle, gentle, and the searing pain subsided. It was There was still something happening in there, by all means. I was able to push off the wall, and then I started getting impulses like, well, just remove the buoy and start kicking. Well, just put the paddles on and do the set. Like, it's not bothering you. And then, so here's where the mind training comes in, right? Because if I haven't been training my mind to put my awareness on something other than my thought life, right? So deliberate focus every day on that meditation cushion and off the meditation cushion for every conscious moment of my life, as many conscious moments as I can muster in this life, created that space where I can now see the thoughts and I can really see the impulses and I know the ego's calling cards and the ego's like, you're not getting a good enough workout. You got to go harder. And I thought, just hold back, right? Self-regulation, hold back, hold back, hold back. You're already pushing off the wall. Like that feels okay. And everything that I was doing was quote unquote pain-free, although I could still feel like, woo, something's going on in the low back. So anyway, I finished I finished the swim, and throughout the whole swim, I was just moderating those impulses to go more, to get a better workout, to do a flip turn, to do anything to burn more calories. And just this heightened awareness of like, oh, girl, you are so addicted to doing. You are so addicted to exercise. What a gift. What a gift you're getting to see that attachment, to see that part of you that's like, need more of a workout, right? Need more, always more. And so this is the gift, right? The gift that I get to walk my talk. I finished the swim and I'm like, oh God, that I'm so grateful. Like I ended up doing the set, but without paddles and really without intensity. And I gave myself a lot of rest. Like I was resting 45 seconds to a minute between these hundreds. Whereas in the set, like, you know, towards the end with the descending leave times, I'm getting, you know, four seconds rest. So I'm going super conservative. And I go to get out of the pool, and now the back is like not help, not happy at all. It's trying so hard to organize back towards health. Everything is inflamed. And so essentially for the rest of that day, for yesterday, which was Wednesday, and this morning, which is Thursday, it has been um, a lot of ebbs, a lot of moments of, ah, oh, boy. A lot of those moments, a lot of letting go of the agenda, and perhaps this is some of the best timing that could have happened because tomorrow is my 50th birthday, 
So let me tell you what the vision was. The vision was the 50th birthday lands on a Friday. Thursday is the 50 times 100 birthday swim. Friday is the Five Peaks Challenge, which is one of the most challenging things to do here in San Diego. It's at Mission Trails, which is super legit trails, technical, a um, lot of climbing, and basically you peak all five mountains in one day. So of course that's what I'm going to go for on my 50th birthday, a peak a decade. What a beautiful way to celebrate my life and we have a great local team here in San Diego. So teammates were coming out to support me. Now I've got other people involved, right? And then Saturday, the plan was to go over to Oceanside and jump out of an airplane. <laughs> so birthday swim, five peaks challenge, and then jump out of an airplane. Plus my sister's coming into town tonight, my sister and brother-in-law. Like, it's a perfect plan, it's the perfect plan, universe. But apparently, on a higher plane, I was creating a different experience. I was creating an experience to let go. I was creating an experience to allow whatever it is I have been holding in these tissues of my lower back to move. And so that's how I look at injury. It's energy on the move. It's energy that has been held in my body. And so specifically where this is, is my sacral chakra, which is my creativity, which is um, my ability to go with the flow. <laughs> the element of the sacral chakra is water. And it's giving me this next step to walk my talk, to use my tools, and to allow this energy to move without a fight, without resistance, to let it be what it is, to honor my body. And so now, instead of walking into my 50th birthday with all this like amazing output and stress on the body so that I can recover and get fitter and so I can be faster and meet my goals, I'm walking into my, I hope I can walk, no, I'm walking into my 50th birthday with like a I mean, let's just go dramatic here. I'm walking into my 50th birthday with a bad back. Like, it's just perfect. So what am I doing about it? Okay, there's the story, guys. Now, what am I doing about it? Well, immediately, what can I do? And I found that the pain-free thing that I can do is swim. Yoga is not happening right now. Meditation is a sensation festival. It increases the sensation for me to sit in meditation. So I'm doing shorter meditations and I'm really going in to relax into the center of the pain. And I'm using my meditations now to really rest in a non-resistant energy as my body feels like it's in absolute chaos. Um, running is, forget it. I can't even imagine tying my shoes, let alone doing this Five Peaks Challenge. Um, jumping out of an airplane is completely off the table. And then the thought of unclipping my foot from my pedal on my bike makes me cringe. So right now, what I can do is I can be mindful in my life. I can share my experience through the podcast. I can swim. Oh my God, I'm so grateful that I can swim. 
And um, I can walk. Walking feels pretty good at a gentle pace. And I'm sleeping well. Like I'm waking up to the pain. The pain is waking me up at night. But it's like I think my body is is using so much energy to heal itself that I've been exhausted at the end of the night. The body's been exhausted at the end of the day. So I'm sleeping really deep. And even though I feel the pain at night, it's almost like it's not waking me up. I can hydrate. I'm hydrating like crazy right now. I'm alternating my 24-ounce jar that I drink out of with an electrolyte tab. And then the next one I'll have is I'll have it with lemon, which is a wonderful cleanser. And then, of course, attending to my nutrition, although there is a birthday cake that's coming my way tomorrow, so that's going to be interesting. And um, I'm focused on what I can do. And a couple of beautiful realizations that I've had, because I think also that the ebbs of life and the challenges of life, not only do they give you an opportunity to use the tools that you have, They give me an opportunity, they give all of us an opportunity to see where we are in relation when a challenge comes our way. And so this, what can I do, is so baked into me that I haven't even really spent any time at all except for just acknowledgement of that voice of dissatisfaction um, of the ego. I really, I haven't spent any time on what I can't do. I'm really like just naturally have created the neural pathway, the least action pathway to what I can do. And the other thing is like gratitude. I mean, I am so grateful that I'm not having burning, searing pain down my leg, which would tell me like I've got some serious nerve involvement. I am so grateful that I can sit here in this closet, even though I don't know how I'm going to get up. I'm so grateful that I can sit here and talk to you through this microphone. I am so grateful that I'm sleeping well at night. I'm so grateful that my bed is ridiculously comfortable and my sheets are soft. I'm so grateful that I have the ocean that has tons of healing minerals and properties to it and it's nice and cold right now that I can walk down to the beach and I can get into the water and I can allow my body the time to heal. I'm so grateful that um, I don't have to you know, work for somebody who says, get in here, I don't care what's going on with your back. I'm so grateful that I'm healthy. I'm so grateful that my dog is healthy. I'm so grateful that my husband is healthy. I'm so grateful that I got to the pool this morning and got to spend time with friends. And so what I'm realizing from my natural reaction to what's going on is that when we do get an ebb of life, when we do get a challenge thrown our way, Yes, it is the time to employ our tools. But as we employ our tools, you get to a point where these higher vibrations, these higher frequencies are just who you are. Right. So this is why I say like on race day is not the time to start practicing being present. And I kind of say that loosely, right? Because you got to start somewhere. But it's on your meditation cushion every day. It's when you're talking to somebody, notice if you're waiting to be heard. Um, are when you're making, you know, putting your bottles together after a long day of training and you've got that voice of dissatisfaction that's like, oh, I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. I don't want to put these bottles together. 
Are you relaxing your body, your face, your shoulders, your arms, your hips, your legs? Are you feeling your feet on the ground? Are you dropping into presence to realize that you're in an able body that will be able to do the workout the next day, that you get to fill your bottles? And you might not be able to go from angry to positive, but you can always go to calm. You can always go to the middle road. And from the middle road, you can go anywhere. Um, gosh, I hope I covered everything that I wanted to say in this episode. But keep at it. A little bit every day over a long period of time. Change does not happen in the intellect. You can set your intention in the intellect. You can decide that you will no longer stay the same. But change happens through experience. It happens every time you back away from the voice of dissatisfaction, from the suffering of resistance, and you lean in the direction of what you desire, which is, for me, peace, calm, power, like true power, true power to tame the ego, to deliberately focus my attention, to move in the direction of the life I desire, the person I desire to be, when there is so much in the world that could drag me in the other direction, to turn inward every day and really get to know who I am. And from that place, be able to see all that I am not. The judgment, the resistance, the attachment, the dissatisfaction, those mental preferences that just keep us in limitation. It keeps us from our fullest expression. And this ebb that my body is in right now, as I remain mindful, I am moving myself to my fullest expression because whatever this nasty energy is that has been held in my sacral area is on the move. So I'm going to let it go. Thanks so much for joining me. I don't know. I hope this helped you. I think it helped me. Um, and all right, that's it. Leave a comment share this episode, you know, injury, what can I do? And if you focus on that, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. When we focus on what we want, we're going to find more things to be grateful for. And as we do that, you guys, our point of attraction is going to shift and we're going to get more reasons to feel grateful even when our perfect birthday plan gets completely squashed by the higher mind. <laughs>